this week on What's That About? We're discussing a topic as mysterious to Luke as our episode on the Loch Ness Monster. We're talking about beards. And uh, someone forgot to tell his face. There's actually more hair on his nose than his face. <laughs> this is like, it's unbelievable. It's... <laughs> This is going to be a hell of a long episode. Not looking forward to this one. It's it's going to be long, unlike Luke's beard. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on with the theme song. <laughs> on with the theme song. Right, Don. Episode ninety-four. We're really getting up there towards. We're the big edging 100. towards edging towards the hundred. It's uh, it's taken a very long time. I feel like we do need to do something somewhat special for the hundred episodes. Yeah, we we'll, we need to take some suggestions or at least think about the podcast between the uh, times that we record it and uh, come up with a big party for the one hundred. Maybe a special sound effect or. <laughs> That's, that's the lazy man's approach. It's just... um, before we crack into the episode for today, a little bit of housekeeping. Now, Don, there were a few little unkind rumours circulating this week that in our last episode, mm-hmm. it's possible mm. that you and I may have laughed at one of our own jokes for a little too long. The fe- yeah, I've, The feedback I've received is that the joke was not that good and... But the laughing was, I guess, somewhat endearing, I would say. <laughs> I don't want to live in a society where you can't crack an average joke and then absolutely be in hysterics for eight to ten minutes about it. Mm, yeah. I don't want to live in that world, Donny. I don't want to live Absol- there. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, little Lukey. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit over the top, we'll admit. It was a bit, was over, a bit the over the top. top. <laughs> I was actually, when I was editing, I was like, should I edit this out? And I was really toing and froing. I thought, ah, no one listens anyway. Let's just keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible um, We surprisingly off the back of that Got no formal reviews For the room with a review So mum will have the the week off she'll, mm-hmm. en- she'll enjoy the week off She's been a, bit, a little bit busy lately Yeah, oh, she's been Yeah, she's pooped She needs a rest <laughs> The last room was You know, chocolate block full of two So <laughs> we re- <laughs> That's hard work for anyone So thanks guys We do appreciate that but just leave us a bloody review, <laughs> please. <laughs> I do have an idea. This is a big. I haven't even shared oh, just, this with uh, just you. Just for the record, sorry. I think yeah. we're on. We've had forty-nine reviews in total for the for the pod. So lucky fifty. Come um, on, big. I I just had an idea mm. for the one hundredth episode. Right? Yeah. We do the hundredth episode, then we stop, and then we do an Elon Musk, and we say for us to do any more. Podcast, we need at least you know fifty people Oof. to do something. Either send oh, cool. us an email, vote in this poll, send a review, whatever. And if we 50? don't get fifty, we fifty is too many. We're not getting fifty people to do anything. Twelve. If maybe we ten, if we don't get ten, we retire from the podcast. Yeah, this maybe is like we the, should. The tribe is spoken. Maybe we should because look, the reality is we're not doing anything else. So it's not really, it's not really we don't have much else happening in our lives so it's not really taking away from that aspect but uh maybe we should and then if look if we get like 10 contacts or 10 emails or I'm not going to say 10 reviews that's not going to happen maybe that's a fantasy 10, like yeah. five reviews 
If you get five reviews, we'll keep going. If not, maybe it's time we just hang the boots up. This feels emotionally manipulative. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't feel quite right. But That's nah, fine. We'll leave it with us. We'll come back to you about it. Well, something's in the works. No. It's done. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's done. We've set this in motion. This could be the sixth last episode of What's That About? So we'll be retiring in seven years, basically at our current rate of release. Well, let's look, let's loop back to that at the end of the episode because... Otherwise, people might hold on to their reviews for the next six episodes and then give it to us on the hundredth. And then we've just That's lost true. six episodes of reviews. Hang on. Yeah. Let's need mm. some thinking through. All right. Now, the question everyone wants to know before we get into the topic is, Don, mm-hmm. what's been happening lately in Don's life? I'm, I'm glad you asked, Luke. Uh, not a lot. Uh, basically, trying to get my gate fixed and I've contacted a bunch of tradies. And I don't know what it's like. Most of our listeners are in the US and we don't live in the US. However, tradies in Australia, it's like next to impossible to get them to do anything. It's like they're the customer and we're the actual tradie. <laughs> like I'm chasing them. I'm ringing them. I feel like I need to up my customer service game a little bit when you, I'm talking to the tradies and they're playing hard to get. You're begging. Then, you're begging for a service. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm really trying. I'm like, it's rough to get them to actually do a quote, deliver the said quote. Is nigh on impossible. Yep. It is an absolute role reversal of the normal customer service provider relationship. It's flipped on its head. It's ridiculous. It is crazy. (laughs) I had one the other day that I'm going to read it very quickly. So, just quickly, was this Dial a Hubby? No, it was not. I reckon that is like your 10th Dial a Hubby reference in this book. I love a Dial a Hubby reference because. (laughs) My, I just, I, honestly, this is genuine. I'm just impressed that you care so little you've gone for Dial a Hubby when there's literally 400 other options out there. You've gone for Dial a Hubby. <laughs> Respect. So, this is a text message I sent a tradie the other day, right? And I actually had a friend who used this tradie. So, I even used that link. So, here's what I wrote to them, okay? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just blank out some relevant details. Hi, I'm friends with my friends they gave me your number to ask about some concreting work we need done paths down the side of the house and maybe a new driveway would you be interested in providing a quote i live here thanks luke right Mm -hmm. pretty clear communication from old l martin there it's nice nice i got a text message back from a professional running their own business and all that message said was the word yes just yes just yes right Okay, and, what, and then what happened? And then I sat there and thought, well, this is another example of I don't want to run his business for him. So I'm going to sit mm. back and just see what happens now. That was three months ago. Nothing happened. No other contact. So this is it that they've got so much business, they really just don't care. They're, like, they're not trying. They're just business is falling on their lap and it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Or are they just... Just terrible at business. <laughs> I can argue it has to be they've got too much business. We need them more than they need us. Yeah. And therefore, I can just let this slide. Because if I wasn't putting food on the table, I would be chasing these leads. But yeah. I don't need you. And I'm going to just write one word replies and then not get back to you. Yeah. So you didn't follow up? No, it's a, bit, it's a stalemate. It's a three-month stalemate. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over. In principle, I can't contact next because the number of times I ring a tradie and I'm like, 
Oh, g'day, mate. Just looking at this job. And they're like, yep. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, uh, what would the process be? And then I'm talking them through how to take a quote from a customer. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I think you, you'll end up basically doing the quote. You go back to their place, send your invoice to yourself, and then you'll end up doing the work anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like you won't. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Luke, what, are, what, what have you been up to? Um, absolutely nothing. Good. I've had a Don week. I've had a Don yeah. week. How was it? It's nice. That was yeah. Good. <laughs> this is my life. Nice. This is this is what I do. <laughs> Uneventful. It was good. It was very nice. Yeah. Very good. Um, should we crack on with the topic? Let's do it. All right. Okay. I'm very excited about how the Don's Definition team have tackled this complex task of what is a beard. Yes. Hit us with it. Hold on to your stovepipes. It's time for Dom's definition. Okay, so a beard is the hair that grows on the jaw, chin, upper lip, lower lip, cheeks and neck of humans and some non-human animals. In humans, usually pubescent or adult males are able to start growing beards on average at the age of 21. <laughs> or in, <laughs> oh, or no, in, here it comes. Or here in Luke's case, to be confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> You can see it coming a mile away. Oh, <laughs> that with the headlights were in there. Like, here we go, here we go. <laughs> it was like when you're at the top of a roller coaster and you're just about to tip over the edge. There, there we go. I was like, what words is he going to use? And I, I didn't predict to be confirmed. That was quite good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mostly humans, but a few animals can grow a beard. Yeah. A quick off the like bat, a, a billy goat. Oh, yeah. They love a hair on the chinny-chin-chin. Oh, they're mad for a chinny-chin-chin. They do love a chinny-chin-chin. Off the bat. Let's just just right off the bat. Yeah. I'm going to steal your phrasing there. Um, (laughs) Lack of beard. What's going on? Me? Yeah. Oh, that's not what I was going to ask. Um, I reckon reckon once you go through puberty, it's going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's going to work out all right. You know what? When I was doing this research, I was trying to figure out, are there any clues into why I can't grow a beard? And I didn't really, I didn't see many. Yeah. But it is this weird thing where I I just have a very patchy beard and it is, I have no, there's no orange in our family history. Mm. And yet there are patches of my patchy beard that have orange hairs in it. Did our mum have an affair with James Hewitt? (laughs) Is Is the question I need to ask. Yeah, Prince Harry's half brother, maybe. <laughs> that is a great reference. <laughs> so it's a patchy um, kind of it is, ginger in some hue. parts. There's an orange, there's an orange hue. Isn't there's it? an yeah. orange James Hewitt in there. There is, is. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I, I, I heard. I've never really shaved consistently because when I shave with a razor. Like I'm not, an, I'm not an attractive man at the best of times, but if you shave me with a razor, I'm down to like a two out of ten. Like it is a terrible, terrible look. I don't, I don't think so. But I, when you, the few times you have done a proper razor shave, it's like I'm looking at your year three school photo. It's <laughs> you, you suddenly de-age. It's unbelievable. It's a, I turn half frog, half man. It is a very <laughs> unusual look. So well, I always I had to, keep a bit of a bit of patchy stubble. Yeah, I have had a beard for many many years. I reckon probably eight or nine years. 
And when COVID came around and I'm a healthcare worker, we had to shave our beard so that the N95 masks could make a good seal around your face. Yeah. And so I did it and I had to work the next day. I had a beard for so long and I don't know what was going on, but I shaved my beard and had this massive beard rash underneath. Oh. And it was probably the top five embarrassing moments. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just call in sick. I turned up with this basically... A rash with beard. A, a red beard instead of <laughs> what was my beard. Uh, it wasn't good. That's great. Yeah. I, one of our favorite references is that... I can't remember who said it. It wasn't us, but someone said... You've never seen a more vulnerable moment in humankind <laughs> yeah. than when a, a father of the family shaves his beard and then enters the yeah. kitchen for the first time. Yeah, that was that was Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, that was like such a good joke because it's, he's like, I mean, his dad was like this rough kind of manly guy, but he's like so, invul- so vulnerable walking into the kitchen after shaving. That's excellent. So funny yeah. and so true. Because we travelled... Uh, Overseas, I'd been traveling for a while and then we met up in America and yep. then I hadn't shaved for ages and I had this weird beard that it was, it was almost Abraham Lincoln-esque where it was, it was like a hint a- of Abraham Lincoln and a hint of um, just generic metal guy. Yes. Like, yeah. Very chin strap was- style. Uh, nothing, nothing on the mustache, nothing on the, uh, the side of the face, but just yeah, like technically you had jaw. a mustache, but it was. If you had shaved it, I don't think I would have noticed it for about three or four days. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon it, was, it was so minimal. It was like subtle. It was a subtle moustache. Um, yeah. That's beard. I've always thought beards are overrated. It just, I'm good at other things. Not being able to grow a beard is not a problem. <laughs> well, the best thing about you is that you've, you know you haven't got a strong beard. Your beard game's not strong. Mm. But you s- still try. <laughs> Like, I've got like, the Encouragement Award for, for beard yeah, growing. Yeah, you've got the Endeavor Endeavor <laughs> yeah. Award. I read a stat in this research that was like, the average beard has 30,000 whiskers in it. And I'm like, mine's got about seven. Like, yeah. That's a it's lot like, of hairs. Your beard's like the top of Homer Simpson's head. There's like <laughs> just a couple of little strands. <laughs> um, so how do you want to go about this? Do you want to... Do like a pros and cons of beards based on your research or just yeah. throw these out as, as we go? It was actually, I found it a bit of a tough topic to... Well, first of all, I didn't realise there's so many beard websites. <laughs> How many? <laughs> like, there's like so many. Wisebeards. Happybeards.com. There's like there's so many beard websites. There's so many that are like, what is the right beard for your face? Yeah, like, that's there's a, a lot thing. of those ones. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I read one, there's like a growing trend of beard transplants for people who can't grow beards. You can pay yeah. $5,000 and get a beard transplant, which uh, I'm interested. I had to look into beard transplants as well, which is interesting because they do the beard transplant and then you can't, you just have to leave it alone for a couple of weeks. But then you can shave as per normal. Oh, really? And it grows back. It's like a proper transplant. Wow. Yeah. It comes from, they take the hair from the back of your head, put it up to... Your face, and it just becomes normal. It's crazy. I'm listening. I'm listening very in. Yeah. Um. So I I did my research. I found it t- tough to research, and I've basically just got a bunch of beard fun facts. It's basically all I've got. It's it's hard. What have you got? Very similar. Very similar. Yeah. The uh, maybe we should go tit for tat. What's your? What did you find interesting? Well, first of all, World Beard Day is September three. Uh, but no. So just, what did you? 
what was interesting that you found? Yeah, not World Beer Day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Screw you. It's uh, <laughs> really good. Screw you. History of beards. Did you know that in the 60s, the CIA came up with a conspiracy to tarnish Fidel Castro's public image by making his beard fall out chemically? It didn't work. Oh, they, <laughs> were they, they gonna... tried to essentially use chemical weapons, not to kill him, to make his beard fall out. Wow. <laughs> what a yeah. tactic. Unsuccessfully. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What would that have done? Tarnish his public image. His beard fell out. That little <laughs> moment of vulnerability as he faces the country with no beard. He wouldn't be able to handle yeah. that. He would give up nah. the war. That, that is rough. That's like such a wholesome uh, chemical weapon use. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's basically a prank. I had a similar thing I saw that it was apparently, I don't know who it was, but some Russian, no, Russian, the Russian Tsar Peter the Great didn't mm. like beards. So he imposed a tax on them. Yeah. And so you, you were allowed to wear a beard, but you needed a beard license. <laughs> Yeah, how good would a beard license be? Well, it depends how much it is. Like, how much would you pay? Let's just assume, for the sake of the conversation, that you can actually grow a decent beard. Hmm. Um, how much would I pay for what, that? Would you actually pay a tax, a beard tax, and how much would you pay? I would, in all honesty, I'd probably pay ten bucks a month. It's like a streaming service. Yeah, it's... yeah. I'd pay a, I'd pay a Netflix level yeah. of money. Yeah, um, I would. From my vantage point, I'd probably pay a bit more than that for the excitement of having a. <laughs> A, a, a thick and robust beard all year well, let's, round. Let's actually talk about would you do anything if there was like you could take one tablet, it costs 50 bucks, and suddenly you could actually grow a, just a beard that would, you know, at least make your nearest and dearest respect you a little bit more. Uh, would you do it? 50 bucks? Absolutely. Yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah. You would. Oh, what yeah, about 100 bucks? 100? Yeah, 100 easily. Just as a one off. It's just a one off fee. It's a one-off fee, yeah. How about a thousand? Yeah, I'd pay a thousand. Ten thousand dollars? No, only because I don't have ten thousand dollars. <laughs> but if okay. I did, I would pay. It. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Ah, it'd be great to have a beard. <laughs> it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, right. what else you got? Okay, um, I've got actually. Do you know clean-shaven men, as compared to bearded men, are three times more likely to carry harmful bacteria on their face? So beards are kind of clean. Hang on, can you, can you say that again? Clean-shaven men are three times more likely to carry harmful bacteria on their face compared to bearded men. Interesting, because I've got yeah. a thing here that's the exact opposite. It says some. What does it, say? it says some beards are dirtier than a toilet. Researchers found <laughs> that some beards contain more fecal matter than a toilet. Fecal matter? Yeah. So maybe it's not all beards, but when they investigate some beards, there's some funky, funky stuff going on in there. That's fascinating. That's completely opposite. Because uh... a lot of the other stuff I read was about the beard being almost like a filter mm. that helps protect you from ingesting things. So it would make sense that a beard would be dirty. It does make sense. Like, uh, yeah, I guess that's why I included the, <laughs> the clean shaven fact because I was like, "Wow, that's like such, not what you'd expect." It's counterintuitive, yeah, yeah. But even but like that's what it said. It's just like even things like there's another thing I saw that said men who have allergies find that their symptoms lessen once they grow a beard because the particles that not- float through the air get caught. In the beard And don't get into your nose or mouth But it's not like you have like a layer of hair 
from your moustache, like going over your mouth to filter that kind of... Just like a little moustache curtain. A moustachioed <laughs> curtain. You do... <laughs> How good would that be? You have to part the curtains to have lunch and you just close them again oh, after lunch. Oh, it'd be so good. Be but you can have like the little tassels on the side of your mouth. <laughs> so you can like tie them up. <laughs> Every time you smile, you can just like open the curtains a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> I also saw a study that said a beard is almost like sunscreen, where it blocks out ninety to ninety-five percent of UV rays. So you, yeah, it's quite quite good for the old uh, skin cancer uh, risk reduction. Yeah, so you actually see people that have had this big beard for a long time, and then they decide to shave it for whatever reason. Often they're much more tanned on the top half of their head than the bottom half of their head. Yeah, interesting. Like a black and white cookie. (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. I read something about if you can grow a really good beard, it's more likely that you will be bald. Yeah, I read that too, which is interesting. Because you just see a lot of dudes with shaved heads and a big beard. It's really common. It's a common common look. Yeah. It is a common look among wrestlers and just society. Yeah, which could explain me. I have a massive buffant of hair, and so maybe the inverse is also true. I'm, bo- I'm your... pretty much bald on my chin, is what I am. Because you're, you've got decent amount of grey hair, but do you have? I've got the whole widow peak going. Look, you're not a catch. What's a widow Unless... peak? <laughs> you're, not a catch. <laughs> you're not a catch. You're all right. We're painting quite the picture here. Yeah. <laughs> But I've got the widow peaks. I don't think you have the widow peaks as much as, as I do. No, I have an absolute full head of hair on top yeah, and right. just balding on the chin. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Guess how long the world's longest beard was. Uh, I'm going to say three meters. 17 feet. Now, I don't, <laughs> don't know what that is. <laughs> just, I, hate, I hate bloody uh, imperial. Uh, 17 feet. I have no idea how long that is. Let's have a look. 17 feet in... Meters. Here we go. What did you say? Three meters? Yeah. 5.18 meters. That's just showing off. You don't need a beard that long. It's a lot no. of beard. Okay. And guess how long the longest female beard ever was? Uh, One and a half meters? No, only 30 centimeters. Is that all? Which, like, that's a decent it's, beard, particularly for a female, which our, aren't known for their beard uh, growing. Our, our grandma used to have quite a healthy hair on the... On the chin. <laughs> Do you well, that? she had more of a moustache. But there was the, the old chin hair that was getting quite lengthy. There was. I was uh, jealous. <laughs> Let's take that out. We'll it take it that out. feels on the nose. It just <laughs> feels on the nose. Uh, and guess how long the longest female beard was? 30 centimetres. <laughs> Get a load of this guy. Sorry, we uh, okay. Here we go. We had already asked that question, and then uh, I said something inappropriate, and then don't ask me the nah. question again, and I already knew the answer. So. Nah, maybe doing it again. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, and guess how long the longest female beard was? Twenty-nine centimeters. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> go again. Go again. And guess how long the longest female beard was? <laughs> Sorry. You're a dickhead. Sorry, go one more time. I'll get this time. Okay, this is the one. Okay, go. And guess how long the longest female beard was? You're an idiot. <laughs> Sorry, I just need to get one word out. <laughs> and guess how long the longest female beard was? <laughs> okay.
I'll stop now. <laughs> it's just like in Year Nine media where you, where you get the giggles and you can't get the scene done. Okay, let's look at the last episode all over again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go. And guess how long the longest female beard was? Oh, I'd say a meter. Thirty centimeters. That's Which is solid. That's solid. It's not a short beard. Nothing to sneeze at for a female. And guess what country they came from? Careful. <laughs> this sounds like a very loaded. Careful. <laughs> I can say America. Turkey. Turkey. Nah. Yep. Wouldn't have thought so. But yep. Delicious food. <laughs> How does Turkish food? Oh, I. I don't mind a, a Turkish pita, but mm. this is one of my friends that has a theory that there are. Two types of countries, those that can do a dessert and those that can't do a dessert. Oh, yeah. I don't think the Turkish are strong on the desserts. And don't give me your Turkish delight as being a good example of a dessert. I reckon like the whole the whole concept of calling it Turkish pizza, get out of here, mate. That's not pizza. The, That's bread with filling. That's yeah. more of a focaccia, if anything. It's a, it's a pizza pocket is what it is. Oh, yeah, it's a pizza pocket. Yeah, yeah. It's not a pizza. They're kid, absolutely kidding themselves. <laughs> But they've got a little slicey. They've almost got like a baklava style um, slice that the Turkish have, which, again, delicious. Mm. But if you say to me, okay, you- rank your top 20 desserts, I'm not putting yeah. a little baklava slice in there. No, look, I don't like baklava either. My partner is Macedonian, who's all about the baklava. She loves it. But, but- I'll eat it and it's like, it's sweet, which ticks, ticks a box. I'm not mm. going to lie. Yeah. But nah, I, don't, I don't like it. It's like Indian desserts, Turkish desserts. I could, I'd rather not have them. I think. If in the fair income department, in the absolute fair income states, absolutely. If you put a bowl, you put like a banana split that had Mm. three flavors of ice cream, some bananas, whipped cream, some topping, a few marshmallows on the left side of the table, Mm. and then you put a little square of baklava on the right side of the table. What's your partner choosing? She'd probably choose the baklava She's off her head Yeah Absolutely off her head It's ingrained It's a cultural thing That's amazing But your partner would choose The brie or camembert On the side of the uh, <laughs> She loves <laughs> Which I'll never understand the, des- the the cheese over How did cheese get lumped with dessert? They're poles apart It is You pretty much hit the head On the The, the, the trickiest thing of my existence Is you go out for a I meal. hit the head on the trickiest Part of your hit existence Hit the nail on the head Whatever the okay. Whatever the saying is <laughs> Go out for dessert. So go out for dinner. Have a main. Then for the dessert, because cheese for dessert only comes a cheese board for two. Yeah. You can't get cheese for one. And so we have this situation where I want a delicious dessert. My wife wants some cheese, but needs to be cheese for two. So we have this arm wrestle of let's get cheese this time. We got dessert last time. I'm like, cheese is not a dessert. Cheese is not. I agree. Cheese. like I like cheese. cheese. Cheese is nice. It's delicious. How did it get lumped into being a dessert? Yeah, it needs to be... Chuck it as an... Uh, it's more of an entree. It's like having an entree, a main, and then you're going back for another entree. Yeah, that's exactly... I, I would even accept cheese as a post-dessert accompaniment or, or something that... <laughs> so you're trying to get the best of both worlds. Well you go, played. You go, yeah. entree, main, dessert, cheese and a little sweet port or something to finish off the, the meal. Do you remember? And I don't know if this is more of an 80s thing, but for some reason in the 80s, they're having coffee at 10 p.m. They always have a coffee at the end of the of the end of the dinner. People still do that. I'm like, that's Do they still do it? Less often, but it happens. I Mad have is. not come across someone doing it for a long time. Yeah. They used to, they used to it doesn't it. make any sense. It's like a shot of coffee at 10 p.m. 
I'm just like, what? Why would I want coffee? That's weird. Stop being weird. Yeah. Stop being weird. <laughs> Stop being weird. You're being weird. All right. I reckon that is enough of beards. Let's move mm. on to my favorite segment, which is social etiquette. Hit the theme song, Don. If you've got a social problem that makes you want to run and hide, then we recommend you listen to Luke and Don's Etiquette Guide. Luke and Don's Etiquette Guide, if you want. Okay, Don, I had a great little situation the other day. Quite delightful that I want to share with you. Get your thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in the shop buying some groceries. All of a sudden... I see a mate who also lives in the area walk into mm. the shop wearing his bike helmet. Mm. He starts in the shop. In the shop. He straps starts, undone, straps done up. Straps done up. Mm. He starts walking around the shop buying to pick up his item or two. I see yep. him in the shop and we have a chat. So I have a good five minute chat with my friend while he's wearing a bike helmet on his head in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> and I pause and just said, are you wearing your bike helmet on in the shop? <laughs> and he said, I am. I thought I was just going to duck in and grab one thing and then duck back out onto my bike. But then I bumped into you and it's been a little longer than expected. So I guess my <laughs> question to you is, you've ridden mm. your bike to the shops. Is there yeah. any length of time that it's acceptable to leave your helmet on to get into the shops and out again? Swooping season or non-swooping season? Non-swooping season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I reckon unless you're working as a delivery driver or a delivery bike guy, you got to take it off. We're living in a society. Absolutely. I, have a, reckon? I like, have a strict oh, helmet I, off I, policy. To be honest, I respect that guy because <laughs> he doesn't care. Like you got to respect it on one level. I think there's a... He doesn't care. He's just going to go in there, get his thing, be safer doing it. Absolutely. Like his head is safe as safe as it can be. (laughs) And then he's gonna leave again. And yeah, I don't know. But maybe that is about my it reflects my insecurity as a human being. But I would I would definitely take it off because I'm uncool as it is. I do not need that adding to the adding to the whole package. It's (laughs) I reckon to me it's a signal that you've hit a point in life where you just don't care what people think anymore. Yeah. And you're happy to walk around with a bike helmet on in the shops. Yeah. If it's winter, I, like, I reckon there's a 50% chance he's also wearing an Udi. That's, <laughs> that's about it. Because I reckon if you're wearing an Udi, even at home on your own, you've almost given up on life as it is. Yes. But it's similar. It's like, yeah, it's the Udi for your head, it's, basically. If you, bike helmet, Udi and Crocs or sandals with socks on and yeah. you're in a public place. You have tapped out of society. You are you now, are done. You recently, what did you get for your birthday? A pair of Crocs. <laughs> do you wear it? But do you wear it in public? No, I only wear it around the house and sorry, in the front and backyard when I'm pottering. All right, I'll give you a pass. Acceptable. On that. Do you own a Woody? No, I don't. No. Mm-hmm. No sandals. Anyone no in your Woody. family own Woody? My kids have Woodies and they absolutely love them. Yeah, they look so cozy. They look so cozy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember our neighbour in bird swooping season, which Mm. do you reckon other countries who don't have magpies, do you think they know swooping season? 
I don't know. I actually don't know. Do any other birds but, swoop besides magpies, magpies and Magpies exist outside of Australia. I'm pretty sure. Right. It's a guy. Let us know. Just guys, anyone in the US... Does swooping season exist? Tell you what, do you remember that episode where we got people to send in their magpie impersonations? Oh, yeah. That oh, would have been well, a lot of question marks if they, if they didn't know what a magpie was. I'll tell you what. So, <laughs> speaking of that, our last episode was on longevity and the, the winner of that competition, Brian Tripp, messaged the WhatsApp about uh, Instagram and said, my patience has a lot of longevity. I'm still waiting on my mug. <laughs> so, and... And I don't blame him because it's been about two years. You gotta get <laughs> him the mug done. I've got the mug. It's I, I got it. It's in the garage. I just gotta mail it. And mate, be patient, Brian. Please, <laughs> you gotta be patient. No, I'm actually. I said this about two years ago, but I'm gonna do it. He actually he cha- he moved houses, so I've <laughs> I've updated the address. Did he Luckily, send you the new address when he moved house? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He wants his mug. I love that he's gone. Internet connection, yep. Uh, utilities, got to get those reconnected. What's that yep. about mug? Let's let Don know. <laughs> well, I don't know if that his utilities are connected because he sounded a bit cold and a bit thirsty. So I reckon he did <laughs> mug and then utilities came afterwards. What's no, your... i got to do it. i gotta, I got to do it. I'm going to do it next week, 100%. <laughs> What's 100%. your... When you go just to get a cup of tea or coffee at home mm. and you open your cupboard of cups and mugs, yeah. What's your decision-making process on which mug you reach for? Depends on the beverage. So you're going for a cup of tea in the evening, and you're cup of tea. I'm going to go. F- I'm going to go for a, a thin-lipped mug. <laughs> I like a thin. <laughs> I like a thin lip on my tea, and a fatter lip for my coffee. Ah, now because <laughs> when you know, like I don't know, six or seven months ago, whenever me and my partner moved in together. She had a lot of really good, like, tea glasses, t- tea mugs. Mm. But they're very floral. Like, they're all, like, v- very floral or birds. So, I don't know. I just use one of those, which is absolutely delightful. But so, if you have an array of mugs, mm. your number one filter is I want, you know, thin or thick, depending on what beverage I'm having. Yep. And then from you and any other feature of the mug, do you care from that point on? Size. There's size. size. So if I feel like if I've got a day off, you've got to think about, usually I've got a long drive to work. If I have too big a cup of coffee, mm. it's a bit dangerous. Yes. So yep. I'll go like a smaller, you've got your smaller mug or you've got your slightly bigger mugs, depending on how the, my day is looking. <laughs> what about yourself? Such, a, such an old person. <laughs> Yeah, my bladder might be able to handle that cup size. Let's uh, nah. turn that down. Some, a I've bit. I've had to pull off into a service station to go to the toilet a couple of times. <laughs> I just knew I wouldn't make it. <laughs> I choose mugs like I'm a six year old. I go for the mm. novelty mug before anything else. So you'll think about what's on the mug rather than the characteristics. Exactly. Of the mug. I've got three or yeah. four novelty mugs, including a what's that mm. about mug. Good. Um, Sorry, Brian. Brian's <laughs> coming. It's coming, Brian. So I'll always choose the novelty mug first. If there are no What's novelty your go-to? mugs, What's your favorite mug? My favorite mug is it's it's either the uh, what's that about mug, mm. or it's the democracy manifest. What's the what's the crime? Ah, uh, uh, you got that. I've got a democracy. Was that from, was that from your brother-in-law? Uh, sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. I've also got a Canberra Raiders mug, which is very high on the ranking system. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, but yeah. But beyond that, we've got these. I actually like a thick mug 
that is quite big. That's my second oh. category mug. And mm. then the third category mug, I don't even get to because I've got enough of category one and two. Yeah, I've actually, one of my favorite mugs is one of the ones I bought for five bucks at the local grocery store because it was on sale because no one wanted it. It's a Jaws mug and it oh, is sensational. Nice. It's so good. That's good. You know, the, there are probably some people that say two blokes talking about how they choose a mug out of the cupboard's not good content. Mm. Well, I think it's as good as content gets. <laughs> is anyone still listening? How to middle-aged men choose their mugs in the morning? That's my, quality. My brother-in-law went through a phase where he he was quite interested in in people's daily routines, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there, and you know the kind of stupid questions I ask when someone asks me one of those. Geez, I get excited. He's like, he goes, "Okay, look, so tell me." Your morning routine, specifically what you do in what order. And we went through, you know, you get up, have a cup of coffee, have brekkie, yep. have a shower, brush your teeth. And we went through the sequencing and our sequencing was way different. And each of us what? thought the other was off their head. Like, you- So what do you do? Let's just get, let's get into it because <laughs> no, no one's listening anyway. What are we, <laughs> what's your routine? I go coffee. Cause, yeah. So you get up and you have a coffee straight away. Yep, get up, coffee straight away. Right. Then, this is only yep. focusing on myself, not what I have to do for the kids. For myself, I go yep. coffee. Yep. Then I go um, shower. Mm-hmm. Then I go, obviously, get dressed. <laughs> I yeah. don't I don't have a shower, then have breakfast, and then get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> Just, well, no, no judgment. You got, you're a free spirit. It's fine. <laughs> then I take the kids to school, then come home and have brekkie. Then brush my teeth. Now, this is when you're working from home? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, if I'm not working from home, take out the kids. I go coffee, shower, breakfast, teeth. Where does... Do you do a morning poo in there at any point? Because usually, I'll... Honestly, I'll get up, do my things before the kids get up, start a coffee, two sips, straight in. (laughs) Straight into the toilet. Done. It's like clockwork. And then I can get on with the rest of my day. Do you find it annoying? Because it does happen sometimes. But mm. you get two sips, you're on the toilet, you come back, your coffee, a mm. little bit colder than you would like because it's been 20 interrupted. Seconds, 20 seconds in the microwave. <laughs> little top of heat. Yeah, you got to top it up. I can't drink lukewarm coffee. I need needs to be hot. It needs to be so, piping hot. You need more hot. Yes. Yeah. The so 20, 20 seconds, done. So two like sips. happened. How many mornings out of seven do you go two sips, you're on the toilet? Six. <laughs> your your bowels are regular Far out. Regular, that's like clockwork Set your clock to it Okay, you're gone Coffee, toilet, yep. back into your coffee Top up with the heat, mm. then what? Yep uh, Have I got the kids or not? I only had the kids half the time Let's just put the kids off the table Let's Remove what's in their routine that you're I, doing. Tr- I try and have my, my breakfast As close to leaving as possible mm-hmm. So I'll get everything ready I'll have breakfast, clean my teeth and go. Why do you delay it so much? Just in the chance I won't need morning tea. Just because I'm trying not to be too much of a fatty boomba. Right. Do you... This is, this is more when we were having a weight loss competition, which yeah, has right. mysteriously disappeared. No one's mentioned it in people about three months. People stopped posting it and we're all happy that people others have stopped We used to have this thing. All the brothers were like <laughs> posting weights and stuff. And then it's like it never happened. It never- <laughs> An unspoken agreement 
let's stop doing this because we've all fallen yeah. off the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do something in the morning like watch a TV show or read a book or anything that is like leisure during a morning nah. routine? I'll never read a book. I'll never, very rarely watch TV. Sometimes I'll just get online and read the news. Um, I knew a guy that used to get up at 6, 6.30, mm. watch a full movie and then quickly get himself ready to head off to work. I knew, actually I knew his wife. His wife, her, I knew a, a wife <laughs> whose husband <laughs> would get up early on purpose, get up at like 5.30 in the morning to get a few chapters of his book done and then start the morning routine. I, That's dedication to the book. I actually have heard this happen quite a bit lately, where people oh, are I like, "I respect the guy because like, I love reading, but I did not that much." There was actually a famous person that mentioned this in an interview recently, where they were like, "By the end of the day, I'm too tired to read, and so I get mm. like two pages done and I'm asleep." And so mm. they've flipped it, so they wake up early, read for half an hour, get their reading done for the day, and then get up and go on with the day. And they reckon it's yeah. the best decision they've ever made. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Anyway. What are we? Episode 94, slowly edging towards 100. Leave us a review. I think we've, we're on 49 reviews. I think no one left cares. Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. Although, I was going to say, by the 100th episode, we have to have 70 reviews. Otherwise... No, that's not going to happen. No, no. It's just 20 more from now. 21 more from now. It's a lot. Actually, no, that can't be that because the people that actually listen have already submitted a review. I think that to me that means Luke is actually just keen to finish the podcast. <laughs> He's just making one a million thing. reviews, seventy gajillion reviews. <laughs> oh, I walk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> okay, let's rethink this. We'll we'll we'll, we'll come back on this next episode. <laughs> anyway, we're lonely. Give us a review. <laughs> That's about it. If you want, doesn't matter. Alrighty, well that'll do it. That's beards. That's uh, don't wear a bike helmet in the shops, and yep. we will catch you next time. All right, see you guys. Love you.